in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. Okay, we are going to read you the VAERS headlines to start off with here. We're going to go ahead and start with the VAERS report. That's the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. And this is Vaccine War Headlines Volume 18. Because we are sick and tired of the war, but we're in it to win it. And we are not going to back down. We are going to fight this war. And here we may have a live call on the air. While Andy's taking that call, I'll continue with the adverse events Hello. reports. This is through February 25th, 2022, the VAERS COVID vaccine adverse event reports. Okay. Total number of cases, 1.151 million, 448. That's 1,151,448. That includes 28,000, excuse me, 24,827 deaths, 135,783 hospitalizations, and 121,670 urgent care visits. Another 178,000 doctor office visits, 9,000 cases of anaphylaxis, 14,000 cases of Bell's palsy, 4,209 miscarriages, 12,731 heart attacks, and 35,303 cases of myocarditis or pericarditis, 45,615 permanently disabled, including Milo from last week, hmm. 5,812 cases of thrombocytopenia, or low platelet count, 28,349 life-threatening events, 40,382 severe allergic reactions, and another 12,701 cases of shingles. It's really sad, all these statistics, Mama. Yes, it really is. So, um, of course, Florida has been kind of our hero when mm -hmm. it comes to all the COVID restrictions and everything that's going on. So, um, and did you see Governor DeSantis when he came up to the podium at I the did. school mm -hmm. I did see that. <laughs> and he told the kids we need to stop all this uh, masking theater in the theater this right theater. so he told the kids to take off the masks but this clip here is uh during that um during that uh, whole speech that he gave 
and he's talking about the fact that um, everybody is desperate to shield themselves from the COVID boomerang, and they're all wanting to be like Florida now. <laughs> Not letting hysteria control his decisions, DeSantis has been adamant from the beginning on allowing science and facts to guide his path through COVID-19. Now that science has shown that lockdowns, masks, and even supposed miracle drug did little at stopping the virus, he explained those behind the COVID-19 agenda are quickly changing their narrative. Do you think that maybe that's because it's getting close to the election cycle? As we predicted. Right. Focusing on how the science has never changed, Governor DeSantis admitted there's been no change in the underlying science. The ineffectiveness of those policies was apparent long ago. Let's listen to what he says here. Think about what they've done. Fauci is in the witness protection program now. They don't want him out. They, no, they, they've never supported any. If you, if you listen to them, they never supported all these policies that were so destructive. Now it's like, you know, we all want to be like Florida all of a sudden, and nothing has changed. There's been no change in the underlying science. The ineffectiveness of those policies was apparent long ago. The destructiveness of those policies was apparent long ago. And they were the ones that were dipping their nose into Florida's business last summer, saying that two-year-old kids needed to be forced masked when they leave the house, saying that school children had to wear masks for eight hours a day. Now they act like that was something they didn't support, and they're saying that you don't do it. They actually said two weeks ago that everyone at the, at the speech had to have an N95 mask. Then they changed it. How did the science change in two weeks? It changed. It didn't change. They changed that because they knew it would be a terrible visual to have all these people there suffering in mass, socially distant, while the rest of the country is out living their lives. And so I'm glad that I think it was because of politics. I don't think this was a, a legitimate conversion. I think they're getting negative polling, and I think most Americans associate these never-ending restrictions with their administration and, and like-minded governors and mayors. So that was the governor of Florida. But I also showed you that people are starting to wake up. And uh, there was this post, uh, somebody posted on, I think it was in Twitter, that their doctor's office advised the experimental jab will affect sports participation. Did you see this? Yeah, and so there's some back and forth on this, whether or not that poster that was seen floating around on Facebook is true because somebody was trying to rebut it with the NCAA saying that they have a policy. But this was local. This was local sports. Right. And so what happened with this? Right. So this was actually um, in Virginia, in Covington, Virginia, at the Jackson River Pediatrics. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, her child's pediatrics cl- clinic admitted that the shots are affecting your risk and that additional testing would be required. The sign actually says... Sports physicals are done primarily to make sure you are not at high risk for sudden cardiac death on the playing field. COVID vaccination affects your risk. The response to world, in response to worldwide experience and vaccine adverse events monitoring, we are adopting a more precautionary sports physical sign-off policy. If you have received doses of any COVID shot, we will not be able to clear you to compete in sports without performing lab work, and possibly an endocardiogram to rule out potential heart damage. So yes, it was local 
to this specific pediatric clinic. So it may be that just the doctors here are awake. Mm. So this was the exact same poster that was being rebutted or debunked as being fake. And now you have a real story on it. Great work. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. The COVID jab is gene editing technology, global human experiment, and it was never a vaccine. The little vaccine is a marketable disguise for the engineered bioweapon that is cleverly killing millions. Karen Kingston joined the Stu Peter show last Wednesday to expose more intriguing details on the Moderna and Pfizer jabs and the body's response to these deceptive gene therapies. She wants Americans to feel confident in the understanding that the vaccine is just a mere patent with its true intentions emerging with disaster within our bodies. <clears throat> We're going to listen to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that right here? Mm-hmm. Let's take a listen to this. Well, a lot of people still mostly refer to the Pfizer and Moderna jabs as vaccines most of the time. Karen Kingston says that it's time to leave the word behind. These shots are gene editing technology. We've been saying that for a long time. They're bioweapons. They don't use the same mechanism that real vaccines use. Karen Kingston says that it's time to call these shots bioweapons, part of a global experiment on the entire human population. And she says that she has the documents to prove it. Karen Kingston joins us now. Thanks a lot for being here. Thanks for having me, Stu, and um, I I really appreciate you giving me the platform uh, to share this information on. It's imperative that we drop the word vaccine from our vernacular in regards to this um, COVID-19 takedown of the globe. I agree. Uh, Yeah, because they're they're, they're not. You can call them a bioweapon. You can call them a uh, weaponized bat virus injection, but do not do not call them a vaccine and they don't meet the definition. So I want people to feel confident when they won't go along with this discussion. So I've shown these documents before. You can take a look, whether it's the Pfizer approval or the Moderna approval. It says right there it contains the full sequence of the SARS-CoV-2 virus to produce a spike protein. The spike protein causes the disease. It is a bioweapon. By definition by the FDA from the August 2015 document uh, that is entitled Design and Analysis of Shedding Studies for Virus-Based Gene Therapies. It says right there, gene therapy products are all products that mediate their effect by transcription or translation or transfer genetic material by integrating into the host genome and are administrated as viruses, which this is, the product may be used to modify cells in vivo, so in the body through an injection. And people are like, well, this doesn't modify the genome. We were told it doesn't do that. Epic Times just yesterday published a study where they showed that uh, cells, liver cells, human liver cells that were exposed to BNT162B, which is the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, vaccine, there was, as they said, reverse transcription where the DNA was made from the RNA. Um, and so, and they have evidence that it was making mRNA inside of the nucleus. So this was just released. So these are genetic modifying injections, but it's worse than that, Stu. It's worse than finding out that they have glycoprotein 120 in them from HIV. It's worse than knowing that Moderna and NIH, NIH created this virus with HIV um, DNA in it. Um, these actually are intelligent genetic editing injections. 
So I've gone through this before where we've taken a look at the Moderna vaccine patent. And I'm sorry to call it a vaccine, but that's what they call it on their website. Um, and when you take a look at the patent, they talk about having injections that can create triple helix DNA, viral vectors, et cetera, et cetera, in the body. So this doesn't really make sense unless there's genetic editing going on. Section 219 of that patent states, in another embodiment, the, the polymer base, the molecular base self-assembly uh, nanoparticles may be fully programmable. So these are operating systems with programs. The patent goes on to state under sections 219 and 220, they also contain gels and hydrogels. Um, and in the mRNA disclosed herein may be encapsulated into any hydrogel. Now we know that that is in the lipid nanoparticles, there is hydrogel, uh, and it may be when it's injected into the subject. Hydrogels are highly absorbent and they possess a degree of flexibility very similar to national tissue. So what I did is I started to look into self-assembly, nanotechnology, and hydrogels, and I found a great summary um, that was entitled Self-Assembly and Genetically Engineered Hydrogels. And it's a summary of over 100 documents on these technologies. And I want to go actually just straight to the summary because what these are is these are advanced technologies that actually use calcium inside the body. So what it says here is the past few decades, calcium inside the body to actually function. Um, the past few decades have witnessed the emergence of a variety of hydrogel materials for applications ranging from health solutions uh, to restoring natural environments. Among the numerous ways to synthesize these materials, uh, assembling genetically engineered proteins into higher order structures. This document goes on to explain how um, the the um, self-assembly genetic engineering lipid nanotechnology particles can actually not just build out RNA sequences, but actually build out full, full cells and then fill out, uh, build out tissues and then full, build out full systems. Um, so by systems, I mean vascular systems. Uh, in the introduction, it goes on to state that uh, in this chapter, we review uh, oh, sorry. It also states here that uh, they're gaining traction with materials, scientists, and synthetic biologists who are eyeing the prospect of mass producing these materials, genetic engineering, hydrogels, via biosynthesis. What is biosynthesis? It's like photosynthesis. So photosynthesis is when a plant can take carbon dioxide and turn it into oxygen, you know, through light. Yeah. Biosynthesis is you inject people with this, and the calcium from our body is actually used to fuel these lipid nanoparticles to create whatever substances they want. Again, they can make um, biological substances in our body. It goes on to explain how they can actually make uh, clays, liquid fibrins. Um, so if you go back into the patent as well, under section 221 of the Moderna patent, it states uh, that the patent can actually uh, build out liquid fibrin using Laquata technologies and print, capital P-R-I-N-T, so it can actually send signals to, to build out liquid fibrin is used actually in blood clotting and it can actually be used to build out vasculatures. So this is a very um, alarming finding, right? I mean, but it confirms what's in the patent and what we're seeing. Um, I think one of the most in, in important things that I actually read was in the conclusion. Um, let me just go to that real quick. Yeah. I, I'm blown. I'm just absolutely blown away by what what you're saying here. I mean, yeah, and this yeah, it, this is indisputable. This is this is the you're reading this from the patent, Karen. Uh, no, what I went into the patent where they talk about self-assembly lipid. Yeah, then you went and did your own research on what those things are. 
Yeah, then I did my own research on what those things are. So, but they're yeah. admitting yeah. in the patent that these are the things that are in there. I mean, this is this was the patented substance that's being injected into our children worldwide. Um, it's in the patent, and it's what and what doctors have seen underneath the microscope um, is they've seen uh, intelligent uh, operating systems working and editing going on. And so again, I've read a lot of things in the patent. And I have not disclosed them until doctors have come forward. And I've been speaking to some international doctors who asked me to look into this over the last two weeks, which is what I've been doing. So they want to confirm what's under the microscope I can find in the patent. Did I find it directly in the patent? No, but I, I, I did because I, I found this document that I shared with them. Right. So that, that's what put me on, on this path. Again, I don't send information out. I, I, I always try to come with at least three verifiable pieces of evidence, not just one. So you've had uh, scientists on your show that have shown that there's obviously genetic editing, there's something going on underneath the microscope that's intelligent life form. And they said, it looks like it's creating genetic editing. And this this com this completely actually explains it. Um, it, it says here, the, 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 um, the much valued mer mer merits of optical control, such as spatial temporal precision. Optical control is, um, think of um, light. So like photons, so uh, sending signal, signals through light, um, spatiotemporal uh, precision. So um, a, a lot of these fiber networks, it, it's light. There's light, photons are part of it. So they're able to send signals now, not necessarily within the fiber networks. It can go outside the fiber networks to send a signal outside of the fiber network and in, in vivo and into the body. So they're very excited about this. It's in, um, it's in the conclusion. They talk about minimal invasiveness biocompatibility and photoresponsive genetic editing hydrogels. Um, so uh, again, I just find this to be very alarming. Then um, they talk about the prospect of developing scalable self-propagating quote unquote living materials through the combined use of self-assembly and synthetic biology. And this will continue to arouse great excitement from across the disciplines in the years to come. So these are intelligent life forms that have been injected. And um, they have their own intelligence, but they also can be given um, operating instructions uh, from, from, from signals. Remotely, like somebody can control remotely what the instructions are that are gonna be downloaded by whatever this thing is that's inside of these injections that are going into our kids worldwide. Yeah, yep. And, and, and it's interesting, the technology they specifically talk about in this document, um, it's called Spycatcher, Snoop Tag. Um, it's got a bunch of names that have spy in it, which is interesting. And um, the, the inventors and researchers are, it, uh, appear to be out of China. So um, yeah, the signals can be to create viruses, to create cells, to create organs, um, to create liquid fiber to make to create metals in your body it can it can literally create anything and they use the calcium in our bodies and we're made up about i think one to two percent calcium that's what is fueling uh this ability to take the calcium and then um they're able to convert it they the, the technology is able to convert it um into other systems i mean it's um wow. absolutely it's fascinating um safe and yeah. effective yes it has become safe for the evil global deep state cabal that is pushing this demonic shot because they can effectively control any objection or resistance that there might be to delivering that. So it is safe yeah. and effective. 
Yeah, and I just want to say, like, we have to start speaking out. There, no, you, this is not a choice. You yeah, should not have a choice it. to be able to inject yourself with a bioweapon, especially with one that has an intelligent design to it. And you should not be allowed to inject your children. This has just simply got to stop. Uh, stop. And everyone's like, oh, I, you know, all this information's coming out. Uh, you know, Wall Street is shaking. Biotech and big pharma is going to fall anytime soon. No, they're not. No, they are not. Uh, on February 24th, Moderna entered into a 15-year contract with Thermo Fisher Scientific for the manufacturing of mRNA vaccines for COVID-19. Um, if Wall Street was shaking, the world's largest biotech company um, and Mr. Casper, the CEO, who is known to be an extremely shrewd businessman, all the employees at an executive level had to take a 20% cut during the COVID-19, even though the company was booming. And they have over, what, a $212 million um, market cap? He's not nervous. So why why should we believe that... that um, Wall Street's nervous. Also, Moderna opened up new offices in six uh, countries in Europe and four across Asia. New manufacturing and marketing and production facilities. They're not stopping, Stu. Yes, they are. Yes, they will. Karen Kingston, thank you so much for being here with all of this. It's fascinating. We really appreciate all of your diligence that you use when you're bringing receipts. I mean, nobody else brings receipts like Karen Kingston. Thank you. God bless. All right. Thank you, Stu. That is great. Uh, Thomas Rentz is a lawyer. And he wants to know something. Who's going to go to jail first? <laughs> Let's listen. You know, uh, I believe Ioannidis was talking about around 0.2526. So you've got uh, times four times three. So 12x factor, right? Uh, I mean, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. And you know, let's not overlook the FDA under the under the law, pursuant to the law, the FDA has to do a balancing test when they authorize this, right? They have to balance the harms versus the, the potential benefits. So if you're looking at a 12X factor and the FDA approved it, I want to know who's going to jail for murder first and conspiracy to commit murder and conspiracy to commit fraud and multiple uh, fraud actions. I want to know where the independent investigation, you know, Biden says, oh, we're going to have a prosecutor look into the special prosecutor. Yeah. What's he going to look at? You know, it's a Biden guy. So he's going to probably look at people like us who are spreading misinformation. Right. Let me tell you about the misinformation. Everything that's came out of Fauci, the FDA's mouth, everything that Biden was stupid enough to believe, you know, on the plus side, I don't think he actually knew what he was saying. I think the dementia is too severe. So, you know, he might be exculpated for that. But uh, the, this is absolutely unbelievable. There has to be jail time for a lot of people. You can't have something malfunction and kill somebody and not get punished for it. I mean, there's all kinds of legal precedent on this. How, how does that apply to these vaccines? Uh, the very short version is this. So legally, they were given immunity. You know, you can't sue a vaccine manufacturer, but there's an out, Right. Uh, if it's willful, you can. So, I mean, I don't know how much more willful you can get than than sending the FDA a document that says there's a 3% mortality rate and, you know, I don't know, a huge, huge percentage of people with adverse reactions and, you know, expect that that's not going to be considered willful. Remember what a conspiracy is. A conspiracy is one person working with another person to do something. I could I could think of lots of conspiracies that are surround COVID. People. 
So we're going to listen to this. That was Jimmy Dore. He was trying to cut in on us. This is a comedian, and he says they lie. Jimmy Dore was vaccine injured and was put into a trial and was given ivermectin. He started digging and found more and more propaganda and lies. Let's listen again into what Jimmy Dore has to say. You can't have... Remember what a conspiracy is. A conspiracy is... One, one person, person working with, with another, another person, person to do, do something. something. I could I could think of lots of conspiracies that are surround COVID. People in power working together to promote propaganda or a lie about something. That's what I'm talking about. For instance, when I got injured by the vaccine, I was put into a trial, and one of the drugs they gave me in that trial was ivermectin. And I said to the doctor, I said, hey, isn't that horse poison? And he said, no, that's propaganda. And the reason why they're saying that is because if it turns out that ivermectin and can treat COVID, they wouldn't be able to get emergency use authorization for those vaccines. And I said, but so what? Why wouldn't they just want ivermectin? Couldn't they make money off ivermectin? And he said, no, they can't because it's off patent now. It's a generic and anybody could make it. So when I found out that they were lying at the top of their lungs about ivermectin, I started to look into other things. And everywhere I looked, it turned out they were lying. They were lying about masks. They were lying about herd immunity. They were lying about mandates. They were lying about ivermectin everything that i looked into they were lying of course if you say that people will call you a trumper a right winger and a conspiracy theorist like this guy just did and i just want to let that guy know that a pothead comedian in his garage knows that there's a conspiracy around covid you have to be a liar or someone who just had a stroke to not see that this is what's happening yeah and that sounds a lot like joe rogan the guy is just straight up spitting truth there that Mm -hmm. this is baloney it okay. is baloney. And you know, while we've been distracted by this uh, Ukrainian fiasco or what they're calling Russia's invasion, there's a study that came out, and you, you dug this up. What's the findings here? In the UK, the government released a report confirming that the fully vaccinated now account for 9 out of every 10 COVID-19 deaths. Whoa. So... Keep your eyes. Don't get distracted. Keep your eyes on what's going on. The next thing is going to be the passports. And you know they're going to pull that out. It may not be until after election, but they're going to pull passports next. Mm. Fully vaccinated. Nine out of every ten. Hmm. What else? You also found something from Dr. McCullough? Oh, yes. Dr. McCullough was talking about autops. in autopsies. You can see the vaccines everywhere. So let's really? listen to Dr. McCullough. Oh, wow. Let's listen. The autopsy study started to come in this fall, Patrick, of people who had taken the vaccine and then underwent autopsies. And we could see the fingerprint of the vaccines everywhere in the body, in Mm -hmm. the brain, the heart, the bone marrow. Uh, In a paper by Holtgen and colleagues uh, published just a few uh, months ago in the preprint service system, the messenger RNA itself stays in the human body for months. It was found in lymph tissues and subcuticular Tissues. I published papers with Tony Karagoklis from Athens, Greece, mm-hmm. showing that the nucleoside analog caps ought to make that messenger RNA resistant. And now Bruce Patterson from Incel DX, and I've had him on the McCullough Report, and he's published in the preprint server, that, that, the, that the spike protein in the human body, we estimate after vaccination, stays in the human body, Patrick, probably for over a year. So shot one, over a year. Shot two, over a year. Boosters every six months. The body is being loaded with a foreign 
pathogenic protein, and it's in all the vital organs. They're absolutely in every organ of the body in other autopsy findings. Yep. Yep. It's supposed to it's supposed to not go to any other organ. It's supposed to just stay put in the same oh, places. It's supposed, it's, yeah, it's supposed to stay in the arm and the muscle right. in the arm. That was BS when we first read that. Yeah. There's you're you're not gonna shoot something into the bloodstream right. and expect it to stay in the arm. Hello. Uh, it's called a circulatory system for a reason. All right. <laughs> so crap. we are running out of time, but there's also 10 signs why this has been a staged pandemic is at the end of this article. So go to diggingdeeper.net and read through these. You can uh, click on the links to watch the videos, or you can also um, read through the 10 signs. Man, these are really good too, man. Yeah. It, it, it gives you, it lays it out almost like that Tom McDonald song, song where it's mm-hmm. step one, step two. Right. right? <laughs> right. And this is the 10 steps right here of why this is a staged pandemic. You can find that on our blog. Yes. It's on our website under the news tab. Easiest way to get there is do this, everyone. Listen close. You need to go to diggingdeeper.net. Diggingdeeper.net. And then put your email address on the top right-hand side in that little box and click Stay Informed. That way you'll know everything that's going on. So diggingdeeper.net and you'll see this article called Vaccine War Headlines, Volume 18. And uh, we're going to continue that Vaccine War series because we have so much information coming at us every single week but that's gonna have to do it for vaccine war headlines right miss andy right all right thank you for listening to vaccine war headlines a production of digging deeper theme music provided to digging deeper by drucifer the aberrant beyond the pale